something that a lot of black women go through is constantly feeling like we have to do things on our own mm. um, we might watch like our aunts and our, our parents or our moms and whatnot or our sisters really just get it mm-hmm. you don't know how they do it but they do it and it's just by themselves mm. um, I think because I have a lot of aunts and I, I again I've watched my mom and my sister do the same that I felt like for a long time I had to do it regarding this business it doesn't work that way mm-hmm. What's going on, guys? It's the Fark Our Conversation. This is season two, episode five. We are keeping it rolling. And thank you, God, we are outside. In light of Women's International History Month, we are ending off with a bang. We have had two very deep, hmm, hard topics to digest. Mm -hmm. And so what I want to do is to make sure that I want to big up all the women because there's some strong ass women out there. Brita Gallerin, if you are from Toronto, specifically from our ends in Scarborough, you know who this is. Um, She is responsible for getting us fresh, making us look right. But today we're going to talk about being more than just a hairstylist. All right, so Serena, talk to the people. I know who you are through our sit-downs when you're doing my head, so we get some hours in. But talk to the people. Let them know a little bit about you, you know, how your journey started, all that. Go for it. My name is Serena Green. I go as Breda Gallerin. I'm a hairstylist from the city of Toronto, Ontario. I specialize in natural hair care, and I've been doing this for about a decade now. Uh, And how old are you? I'm 24. 24. So first paid job was when I was 14, I remember. Uh, one of my girls was literally like, oh, um, can you do my hair? Because I used to do my own single braids for a little bit in high school. Amazing. I was like, no, uh, I don't think that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. And she gave me the opportunity to do so. And it's, the ball's been rolling ever since. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's what I do. Um, currently working at a shop right now. I do travel to the States fairly often to um, work with certain teams like the Raptors, uh, New York Mets and whatnot. And Big up yourself. That's yeah, amazing. A, that's so big. Yeah, it's, it's a lot, but it, it's like it's the best thing ever. It's super, super fun. I am also within like the field of selling merchandise. So anything mm. pertaining to hair care, we have do-rags, we have bonnets, um, kids thing, kids items. So, you know, a little if your baby's just doing getting that little after shedding, you know, when they lose their hair when they're a couple months old, we have little goodies for kids to accessories, um, detangling brushes. Again, anything that has to do with hair care, um, I have all that on my website and the products store section. Yep. I, I, I have, what do I have? I have scrunchies. Yep. I got the Pisces <laughs> hair clip. Y'all yep. saw it on my page. Z has uh, the thing for his hair, hair to wash. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know. Like the, yep. the list just goes on and on and on. Run us through a day. What is a day in life? You wake up, mm-hmm. go from there to when we go to sleep. Because like the amount of things that you get done in a day yep. is from the outside looking in. Like how does it get done? Um. Well, uh, honestly... Uh, morning tonight is really dedicated to my business and unfortunately I've been able to actually enjoy it Mm. Um, from the start when I wake up you know you're getting ready I give myself about an hour to you know get my food in get all my like shower and everything Mm -hmm. teeth get brushed and whatnot and Mm -hmm. then I go straight can't talk to people with crusty molds hey man (laughs) and I go I go straight into work Mm -hmm. so once I go into work I'm hoping that my first client will be on time and whatnot and boom from there you're looking at maybe let's say 7 30 a.m to about 6 p.m. or so between right. five to nine clients a day depending on the duration of time and as soon as I get home I might eat a meal and then I go straight into like the marketing aspect of my business so we're going right into now making sure within a reasonable time frame I'm getting posts out um, making sure that I make the post office if I have to mail some things out arranging meets to meet people pickups 
And then my dog might get a walk <laughs> in the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, eat a meal. And maybe by midnight, I go to bed, get about six and a half hours of sleep because sleep is super essential. And then you do it again. So you have to run on a tight schedule. Yeah. Like scheduling is a big thing. Do you write yes. it down in a journal? Like wake up, this, 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 yep. what clients or whatever? Like how do you keep yourself accountable to make sure you get all these things done? Yep. Time is everything for me. Mm-hmm. And if I lose 20 minutes, that could be the difference between somebody's experience being, um, you know, exactly what they wanted it to be to being, hey, like I, I don't even think I can come at all. So it mm-hmm. like time is, is so critical. Mm-hmm. What are some things that you wish more people realize about hairstyling and yep. you being a hairstylist? Um, I think that a lot of people need to realize is that it goes two ways mm-hmm. that, um, I depend on my clients to help me get through the day. So I'm depending mm-hmm. on you now to make sure that time etiquette, that you're respecting my time and the time of the person after you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that a lot of people also need to realize that I'm still a person on my own. So I still have a family. Like I still go through things in my household. I still have, um, I still have responsibilities just as like mm-hmm. everybody else does. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's more than just like, you know, popping in and like getting yourself like looking fresh mm-hmm. and then leaving. Like now I have to deal with everything that attributes around what you've done mm-hmm. as a client. So um, as a hairstylist, I just try to stay true to my clients in a sense where like I make sure I don't waste your time either. Mm-hmm. I don't play with people's time. Like mm-hmm. I'll take off a discount if I know I'm behind on time, mm. which is next to never by fault. It's like a domino effect. One person's yes. off. I always say that. And the whole day is off. Yeah. So that must be hard to deal with. For sure. And that's really all it takes. Like people don't realize that it. You're not, you're not messing with my day. Of course, I want to go home, but I don't mind being in the shop. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But you're really affecting the person who is after you. And mm-hmm. you're not going to take it up with that person and be like, my bad, bro. Like, mm-hmm. that was me. They're going to come to me and be like, what happened? You mm-hmm. know, Serena. And I'm just like, yeah, the person that you didn't see that just came through. It was, it was late. <laughs> yeah, it's not them. But it, it inevitably, yeah. like, it, it's service, right? And it's going to happen. Things happen. You know, you might be driving somewhere. You might end up, like, hitting some traffic and whatnot that you didn't expect. It's communication is key when it comes to service work. And I always make sure that when it comes to my clients that I communicate like, hey, like, Jafina, I'm going to be like 20 minutes behind. Mm-hmm. Like, take your time. Go get a, go get a you snack. Guys, she you let know? me know when she's on the way here yeah. as I was applying almost yeah. my eyelashes. I was I, like, okay. It's just forced to happen. <laughs> Literally, like, I always give people like a certain amount of time and vice versa. If you give me a time and like I can work around that, I might even fit some food in. Mm-hmm. Who knows? You know, so. Exactly. It, that, that little time matters. So yeah. let's stress that. Time, time management, management yep. matters. Through my experience of being with Serena in the mm. chair, I mean, yep. we have like sometimes three, four hour sits yep. where you're like doing my full head. Yep. Um, we talk about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I know sometimes that can get challenging because you 100%. meet everybody. Like, yep. I, I mean, five to nine heads a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned before that sometimes it's hard to, like you find that you're merging. Yes. Breda Galrin and Serena. thousand percent. De- describe that to people because these some someone who's watching that is going to go and sit in a hairstylist mm-hmm. uh, seat and not realize yep. what they're doing. Yeah, thousand percent. So um, I always say like a good hairstylist is your therapist all mm-hmm. while still, you know, getting you like boosting your confidence, making you feel like, hey, like I'm walking out of this place feeling good about myself. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're getting you're getting double the service. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'm a social worker all the while, you mm-hmm. know, hairstylist mm-hmm. and to separate the two, it, it does get pretty difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, I had told you before, like I I find it difficult to look in the mirror and be like, who am I looking at right now? Like, mm-hmm. am I looking at Serena mm-hmm. and what does Serena need? Or am I looking at Brady Gal Rin? Who's thinking of the next thing to schedule or, you know, what I mean, like mm-hmm. looking into my phone, like who needs who needs, you know, 
service service mm-hmm. literally who needs service and that was actually me before i came here like mm-hmm. i was walking my dog i'm replying to messages like mm-hmm. those are moments where you might have like a sense of clarity and be like oh wow look look at the grass like you know mm-hmm. look at the sky like wow it's so the weather's so nice today mm-hmm. i think i responded to like eight messages and was formulating some like other things that i had to do regarding my business mm-hmm. so um there it's really hard to separate when you're really when you're really intertwined as deep as I feel I am. Mm-hmm. And I don't even feel like I'm large scale at all. Mm-hmm. So if I'm at this point, mm-hmm. it eventually like you just have to build a team. Mm-hmm. You have to build a team. And um, I'm learning as time progresses that mm-hmm. that's the only way because you can't do everything by yourself. Mm-hmm. It's not physically possible. And unless you want to compromise like yourself as an entity, mm-hmm. there has to be a separation. You have to be able to go see your family and not open your phone and and worry about you know what i mean your your business you have to be able to lie down with your significant other mm-hmm. you know and not be like oh wait wait wait, sorry hold on thing just text me i gotta make sure like you know everything's intact turn it off yeah boo-boo. you gotta, you gotta turn gotta it, shut off. it down boo boo you have to turn it mm-hmm. off you have to turn it off so that separation will keep you mentally in check and i think because it's so embedded in me that i don't know the difference but i am i'm trying so hard to create that yeah. separation which is an amazing way for me to look at because there's a big contrast here because you know naturally and I don't know if I've ever said this to you guys but naturally I am not an entrepreneur by nature by characteristics by trait Mm -hmm. um, by discipline okay I'm a very lazy person and laziness is not it does not equal the successful (laughs) I don't know what do you call it it does not equal success let's just put it that way Mm -hmm. right and so I always look at people like you because I have a lot of close people in the circle and you know I'm very close to people who are like business 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 from the moment they wake up to they go to sleep and I'm like can I can I just can I have a moment like can we not talk about business right Mm now um and it's like two ways. I understand why you do it because you're gonna, the success is there for you. Yep. So when does it become like too much? You know, like when is it too much? I guess that there's a respect level to the people that are around you. Yep. You know, you need a moment to look at the grass. You need a moment yep. to be like, hey, boo, okay, I'm going to put my phone down and not re- reply. Yep. Right. Um, and so what are Serena's needs? Well, what does taking care of Serena look like? Not Brita Galrin. <laughs> um, well, I want to also say too, like, Regarding everything you're saying, you know, like there's no proper format to success. Mm. So the way you're doing things, there's, there's, there's nothing wrong <laughs> with that so. at all. Like mm-hmm. someone could look at it like I'm hearing what you're saying and I'm, I'm thinking like, damn, I wish I could like take a step away from like, you know, like the things I deem as important. Because sometimes I do and I'm like, OK, I did not have to like prioritize that the way I did. And I could have taken a step back and breathed on it mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, so, yeah, there's there's no format to success. And your come up and your story is it's going to be completely different from everybody else's yeah. so i don't i don't think that what you're doing is like oh no that, this is like you know ah, no you you got this you. like you literally got this and like <laughs> the way you do it is the way you do it but yeah. um i think the way that i have learned to do it yeah. over time it just it just works for me yeah um but when it doesn't work for me and i do need to take a step back what i find is um what I find is most important is like self-care. So I know I, you hear that all the time. Oh, self-care, self-care. Yeah. But like, what are you actually doing to yeah. care for yourself? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So for me, um, I like to, I find that I'll actually somehow formulate like a day where I have taken care of everything, mm-hmm. not booked anything, just taking care of things. And like, or I'll tell people like, you'll hit me in two days. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I know that that opening is there mm-hmm. and like I'm getting way less messages. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And yeah, I take that day to like, you know, eat what I want, mm-hmm. really watch stupid things mm-hmm. like that, like scroll. I'll take that as a day to scroll. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just get my get my funny up. Like look at things yeah. and just like just laugh. Yeah. You know, like there's days when I don't smile, there's days when I don't laugh and I really look at myself in the mirror, I'm like, this is this is not right. Yeah. Um, but the days that I do spend time with my boyfriend, you know, mm-hmm. me time. Mm-hmm. Ask my mom how she's doing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? How are you doing? Check in with people you, know? you love. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And it doesn't have to be that, like, you know, self-care is, oh, mm-hmm. I'm putting a face mask mm-hmm. on. Or, like, um... That's mine. It, it works. Again, <laughs> everything... It, it, but mm-hmm. for me, it's just, like, doing the things that I haven't prioritized in a while. Like, calling my aunts, seeing how they're doing. You know, asking my friends how their businesses are going. Because I know, you know, I know what I know and I can help give advice mm-hmm. and whatnot. But just nothing pertaining to the business is my form of self-care. Just nothing that at all. That makes sense. Yeah. You need a, t- a time to plug out. So for yeah. someone who is like, your hands are the magic. Your brain is the magic. You're like a powerhouse person. Let's talk about the difficulty. If there is any difficulty about growing your team. You mentioned you have to build a team. Yep. Is that something that's hard for you? Because you are, the magic yep. is like all right here. Yeah. What is that like for you? Um. Well, I'll start off by saying I think that just something that a lot of black women go through is constantly feeling like we have to do things on our own Mm. um we might watch like our aunts and our our parents or our moms and whatnot or our sisters really just get it Mm -hmm. you don't know how they do it but they do it and it's just by themselves Mm. um i think because i have a lot of aunts and i I, again i've watched my mom and my sister do the same that i felt like for a long time i had to do it regarding this business it doesn't work that way Mm -hmm. at all and there are things that you don't know that somebody who is willing to help or maybe you have to pay them Mm-hmm. they'll get you to where you want to be. So building a team is ideal. Um, I reached I reached a plateau at a certain point where I was mm. like... Let's talk about that. Yeah, I was like, how, how much further am I going to go? You know, I'm in my basement. I'm meeting all these people. I'm meeting mm-hmm. artists. I'm meeting people who, who run things that you're like, how did you even get to that mm-hmm. position? They didn't do it on their own. Mm. There's no such thing as doing things on your own. And um, again, it gets to a point where you have to suck up that pride that I built this by myself. You know, I, I got it by Ground myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what's next for you? Mm-hmm. So once I was able to put that aside and really realize that, okay, but people have affiliates. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People have sponsors. People have this. People have that. Yeah, I can be Brita Galarin, but... You know, share that. It doesn't hurt. Mm-hmm. It can still be yours, but it's just who you allow to assist you with it. So, so after I attend your braiding course, saying I'm going to be a, a little apprentice under you, yep. okay. working at your shop, braiding here it's, under it's you. It's funny you say that because imagine <laughs> this, right? Imagine mm-hmm. I have like people who come and take my classes and whatnot, mm-hmm. and then I'm looking at them differently because I'm like, you could be a candidate any day for when I open up my my space. Mm-hmm. Like I I can pick up somebody's work ethic just off of a class, you know what I mean? You can see how focused they are just based off of a class. And I, I'm not lazy by the way. No, 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 like, I'm like, it, it, you know what yeah, I mean, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. But like, it's, it's, it's just like, you know, you're, you're expanding in that way and you're not even realizing you're expanding by just sharing your craft and you're still in a sense building a team right right i there's one person in specific she took my class i I knew her beforehand but she took my class and the only thing i could think about when i went home was like yo i would love to work alongside of her Mm. any day she's Mm -hmm. awesome she's great and that's where it starts you know what i mean so yeah building a team is essential super super essential and that's one thing we didn't um touch on also she also provides courses yeah 
right? In-person courses yep. that I actually have signed up for due to COVID. It's kind of shut things down a little yep. bit, but I have been thinking about it throughout this whole COVID. Like, mm-hmm. oh man, I can't wait to take it to the next level. Like, I can't wait to have a baby girl that I'm starting mm-hmm. putting, slapping in extensions in yep. your head. I'm going to be doing this and doing <laughs> yep. this, you know what I mean? Take it to the next level. Yep. So the fact that you even offer that is like, you're not just uh, like, you know, your everyday Brady yeah. that you come and see, you also offer more. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that is just amazing. I just want to give you Thank your flowers, you. the fact that I can come to you and now be able to like do my kids' hair better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. Thank so thank you. you for also offering that. Yeah. I've definitely realized that the more you're able to share your craft mm-hmm. is number one, the more you're going to get people to trust you. And, you know, like, when, again, once you reach that point, you're like, okay, I, everybody knows I can do it. But can in your you, sleep. Yeah. But can you teach somebody else to do it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Can you can you share what you know? And that helps yeah. that helps so much more. Yeah. I think my classes have helped me expand because people know you're not selfish with your craft. Right. You know what I mean? You're willing to share. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about a little bit about ethics. Yeah. Let's talk about ethics that you know, the, <sighs> the hairstyle, um, the hairstylist do's and don'ts. Mm-hmm. What you know, what you know that you do that separates you maybe from others. You don't have to throw shade yeah. on other people. Yeah, no, no. But it's just you've been able to do hair for the Raptors, for yeah. all these different sports teams. You get flown out to yeah. do hair. Um, if I ever think about one braider in the city that everyone knows, it's always, oh, that braider gal Rin. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, especially being from Scarborough, there's yeah. everybody knows who you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So what are some ethical things that has taken you to the next level? Um, I, I'll give you a couple of things. I think, number one, being a woman in the field where you're now doing men's hair also, you mm-hmm. have to create that border between like, hey, like I'm your hairstylist and please don't cross that line with me because just as any other woman, things discomfort me. You know mm. what I mean? Um, one thing that people don't realize is that doing somebody's hair is so intimate, especially because you're spending so much time with them. And I'm not talking about intimate like, oh, I've, I've fallen in love mm-hmm, with my mm-hmm, hairstylist. Mm-hmm. But you're really getting to know so much about a person that imagine you have a sibling that you're not even close with. You won't even let them in that close proximity to you the way you would let a hairstylist you know what I mean and I'm in your scalp you know what I mean like I can see like I can see certain things you've been through into your brain yeah (laughs) based on your hair you know what I mean you can see when somebody's under stress you can see when someone just had a child you can see like Mm. all these things show never think about that yeah and somebody's hair like postpartum shedding and whatnot like I'll see that and be like oh like you know like how did this happen oh you know I just had a kid now we get into the what's going on with you and your family and mm-hmm. whatnot it's it's so it's so personal but you also have to create that like that divide you know what i mean and ethically when it comes to being a hairstylist if you're not able to see that line in between it can be very compromising mm-hmm. and i think that's why i've been able to expand into certain teams and certain um you know certain events and whatnot certain artists because each and every single one of them knows that there is that border and I will come there. I will do exactly what you need, but it doesn't exceed that. Mm-hmm. And that's just the real. Like it's, it's something that people probably cross. It crosses their mind about. Mm-hmm. You think about. I get nervous every time I meet certain people because I'm like, I hope they're not looking at certain aspects or have heard certain aspects and just made a an assumption, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's a huge thing. Again, like I said before, just respect for time. Respect mm-hmm. for time. It. Like, how many times have you heard a situation where someone's like, yeah, no, like, I pulled up and, like, I was waiting for, like, two hours. Yeah. Like, I was waiting that for an hour. That'd be me sometimes. Yeah, like, I went for an hour, I was waiting two hours, and then, like, boom. That ruins your overall experience of getting your hair done. That's right? very true. So, and one thing you mentioned, right, before, because I, I know Serena, yeah. you said it's, like, 
if you bail on a client, yep. what that does. Yeah, for sure. It, like, can you imagine, okay, I have a hair appointment on Saturday and then mm-hmm. Serena calls me like, oh, actually, I can't make that hair yep. appointment. <gasps> Crushed. There you go. Because I was trying yep. to look fly for my date on Saturday yep. night. There you go. You and know? then now you're scrambling, you know, and then you have to find somebody else. And then usually last minute things are not it's never the same. You yeah. know what I mean? So just respecting people's time again. And honestly, I've been through so many occasions where I like, I'll be straight up with you. Like I've had times where like I've told someone like a little bit in advance, like, yo, I'm actually not physically able to do this. Mm-hmm. And if they say like, yo, but I really needed this done. I'll be crying during appointment. Like I, an appointment has happened to me a couple of times, but it's like, you just get it done. Like, Get it done. I'll tell the person, like, I don't feel well. I'm telling you from now. But if you're cool with that, we can still do it. Hmm. Get it done. Suck it up. You know what I mean? So I, it's very, 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 very rare that I will, like, there's no such thing as me bailing. I will never bail on a client. There's no such thing as just not hearing from me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. That's not fair. But, again, if push comes to shove and it's like, I'll give you an advance notice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For like sure. my stomach is killing me. I don't know what's wrong. You had the milk. Yes. I had some milk. <laughs> I, I had some today. dairy. Yeah, I'll tell them. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, like I'm not feeling mentally all there so far. I tell people this all the time. Mm-hmm. If I'm quiet, it's because like I have a lot on my mind right now. Please excuse that. It's nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm communication and you know it's, it's never an issue people mm-hmm. go through things you know what i mean so. definitely and i think that's one thing i want people to realize having had worked in the service industry and obviously now speaking to someone who's in the service industry is that we and they and she is still a human being yeah right you still have aspects of your day that like you deal with other things yeah so when people just come and they're emotionally dumping and yeah. oh this what this is this like sometimes you might already have so much on your plate put some respect on your hairstylist okay <laughs> treat them good because she's gonna make sure you look fly when you leave there Mm -hmm. and i think that's commendable that you're able to do so much people a day because i I mean some people are introverts yeah and can't even be around people they need to take Mm -hmm. breaks the fact that you're constantly seeing people over and over and over and back to back i think some people will overlook the fact that it's it's full time yeah it doesn't stop and there's one thing that i know is very important that i want you to speak on and we spoke to that about that before because you obviously deal with a lot of natural hair and people of color black folk i want you to speak on something that you mentioned remember we were on the phone and you were speaking about how people speak about themselves yes i want that message to go out there for sure for sure so um one thing that um i try to do when it comes to being a hairstylist is that i always try to put out a certain um message and experience when it comes to black hair so even terminology Mm -hmm. don't refer to yourself as certain things when you are talking about an aspect of being black especially when it comes to hair so no your hair is not nappy Mm -hmm. you know like at at the end of the day that is still a derogatory term you know it's not it's not hard it's not unmanageable Mm -hmm. it is manageable and it is maybe it just needs some love it just needs some care Mm -hmm. and you may need to see me more often but there's no such thing as there's no such thing as, you know, nappy and, and oh, like it's, it's hard headed and all this type of mm-hmm. things. Like, why would you tell mm-hmm. yourself that? You know, they probably I mean? apologize. Like, oh, because I even all find myself doing that. I'd be yeah. like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I know my hair is real thick. I got yeah. a lot of hair. They're exactly. Like, sorry. Exactly. Like, okay. oh, you know, like I, my hair is thick. It's unmanageable. Mm-hmm. No, it's just maybe that in the past someone has told you something like that. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean it's right. And it's definitely not something that you should be passing on to somebody else because now you're now you're making it again a, a derogatory thing right um anytime somebody sits in my chair and they they use anything like that i i literally will be like okay first of all mm-hmm. cut that word out of your vocab mm-hmm. let's run it back 
um, your hair is very soft. It just needs some moisture. Mm. Your hair is very manageable. Mm -hmm. It just needs a trim. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? All that. So I, I really try to navigate away from certain things that have been embedded in yeah. like black. harmful narratives yeah there you go harmful narratives and as soon as you're able to do that like you start looking at yourself different in the mirror mm -hmm. um that self-love comes a little bit different and there's there's no reason to to convince yourself of that just because your mom told you that your dad told you that like I remember i saw a video on like little boosie was like oh you nappy headed little ends like you know what i mean to his kids and i was like that's <laughs> so harmful you know what i mean like how how mm -hmm. are you able to do that mm -hmm. so with that being said, like if we're able to like, you know, as time progresses, like look at how black people have come together this year to create a unity and like, you know, uplift each other. And it, it within one pandemic, you know what I mean? So one by one, if like each one teach one, if you're able to do that, even when it comes to hair itself, we'll no longer look at, you know, an Afro being like something that's not professional mm -hmm. or, you know what I mean? Single Speak braids, you know, mm -hmm. single braids. That, oh, you know, like I got to have straight hair for an interview. No, you don't. You really, really Speak don't. To them. So, and if you do, then maybe that institution is not where you need to be. But, you know, to each his own. Exactly. And I think that's very powerful, even, you know, uh, having Zachariah, you know, yeah. I, and I can imagine as he grows older, you know, he has braids. And I know some mm -hmm. people, I, I've had this comment actually be made like, oh, he looks like such a Scarborough kid. Yeah. I'm like, what does that mean? Oh, he got braids? That's ridiculous. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, he looks mm -hmm. like a, a black boy mm -hmm. that has braids. I mean, it's a style, like, yeah properly used by black people yep. made by black people created by black people yep. like that's how his hair is yep. you know and it's a, it's a manageable style for him mm -hmm. and so i can imagine how those narratives um are harmful and the power that you have is being able to tell people like listen i'm managing your hair yep. i'm going to work with your hair yep. your hair can be managed and there's probably a lot of people out there that are like ashamed mm. let's talk about your hair a little tell them about the this hair okay here's a new well, product i see online all the time yep. self promo let's go for it yep. okay tell them so what it is these are bgr brady gallerin boho locks mm -hmm. it's my first line of hair that i've ever come out with um the current length i have right now is 36 inches i am 5'9 so anything mid back looks mediocre to me i like long <laughs> um so my go-to is this right now i've had these in for since january about mid-january and they're still going strong um fortunately about certain faux locks is that your hair can only grow um it's not shedding it's not losing length there's no hair popping out because it's all formulated like it's wrapped underneath mm -hmm. so it's retaining moisture i spray this with a little bit of like a cheap leave-in so it can keep the moisture in and honestly like my hair i've been faux locking my hair since i was in grade 10 mm. and it's the only thing that will religiously grow my hair out like i'll do twists and whatnot but it doesn't do what faux locks do um, and yeah, these boho locks, I sell them on my website. Mm. They're, again, my absolute go-to. So if you want to be on this super hair growth transition wave with me, which I'm trying to do, I really want to see if I can be on Jafina's wave mm -hmm. and really get my hair like... Yeah, I'm trying to be Watch like this. I'm trying to be like this. <laughs> so if I can do that, which is my goal with my current hair product that I came out with, yeah. the, the hair itself, then yeah, I'll be accomplishing. BGR locks. Hair. Yeah. You know, I've done the haircut thing. I have like, I've cut my hair twice off. Like I, I look like Wiz Khalifa at one point, like it was mm -hmm. a hot mess express. <laughs> and now I'm back to the length. Mm -hmm. So it's beautiful. And she, you. and she's cutting hair. Yes. I saw yes. that she's cutting hair online. So yep. there's nothing that I feel like someone like you, you just don't stop. Yep. You are just continuously finding more yep. and more and more and more things. So when we talk about International Women's History Month, 
month, we are talking about her story, okay? Thank when we you. talk about powerful black women making moves, we're talking about Serena, Breda Galrin. You are making moves within our city alone and look at you all over, always getting yeah. flown out, doing other people's hair trying, and stuff like that. So trying. you just keep it moving. When you talk about black power and black excellence, this is it, ladies and gentlemen. And we're What's not done this? yet. Oh, what is this? You already know. Ooh, what is this? It is International Women's History Month, and from one powerful black woman to Thank another, you. we have nude skin. Ow! They have a care package for you. Go ahead, open it up, pop it up. Thank you. Thank you for nude skin. Again, this is another one of our partners that has decided to That's gift our guest with some gifts. And it just goes to show what kind of integral companies that they are. Black owned from Toronto, nice. doing boss things. Ooh. I see what you got there. Okay, get your skin popping. All summer 2021, you acting up. Don't let her outside. Hey, now. Sorry, I'm so like weird with packaging. I love packaging. Yeah, packaging is a big deal, eh? I don't think people realize. I love to get nice packages. Let's see what that is. Nude skin. Hydrating face serum. Hey, okay. We know it's good. Sunflower oil. We have vitamin E, vitamin A. Okay. What else? Tea. Okay, it natural. Rosehip oil. I'm rose hearing water. natural. I'm I hearing know, natural. Like almond oil. Papaya I'm seed oil. I'm hearing natural. Okay. And again, black owned from Toronto, yes. female owned. So again, shout out to Women's History Month. I'm so happy that I've been able to talk to three amazing, powerful women, partner with three amazing brands who are doing great things and making moves and things. So I just want to say thank you again. Come thank give you, me a hug. Thank you, thank you. I know. Shout out to Nude Skin. Shout out to our thank whole thing and big up woman forever for life because we bring life and we continue it and we're going to continue to make big things. So again, check her out. Beard of Galbrand. Peace.